Welcome, Mike. We are live and we are drafting in Underdog's Best Ball Mania. This is a $25 entry, $15 million. $15 million prize pool. Insanity. Make sure you hit the thumbs up button if you're hanging out with us today. I don't even know how to see the comments. I'm streaming on a new platform today that I've never done it on before. Uh, did I do this correct? You sound like a seggy. What does that mean? All right, Kelsey, enough. Out of here. Uh, 12 teamer, $25 buy in on underdog. $3 million in first place, $1 million in second place, just in sanity. If you've never played best ball before, it is the premier place to be drafting throughout the summer to help you prep, 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 prep for your season long drafts. Okay, because what happens is this. Every draft you enter, they're not all $25. You can get into $3 drafts, but they're real, okay? So you're competing against people, and at the end of the season, you come back and you either won or lost your league, and if you won your league, you obviously win money. But best ball starts the best players on your team each week. It's just a software. It's really – fucking ChatGPT can build this for you if you wanted to. It's very, very simple, okay? So you draft a large team, starts the best players each week at each position, and it, and it just plays the season out. It's beautiful. You only do drafting. You don't do waiver wire. You don't do trades. You don't do any of the bullshit that is bullshit in fantasy football, okay? So underdog is the place to be drafting, which is why we'll be entering a draft right now. Let me throw it up on the big screen. Yes, sir, we will enter. Let me put my stupid fucking face on the camera. Oh, boy. How do we do this now? Give me a second. Nope, that wasn't it. Nope, that's not it either. How the fuck do we do this? New. I have to put my camera in the bottom right. I found it. I found it, everybody. Yeah. Sorry, this is a shit show. How's everybody doing right now? Uh, that filled up in about five seconds. You love to see it. I'm at the 111. This is 12 teams. You start one quarterback. You start two running backs, three wide receivers, and one tight end. And then you just got a big ass bench. Okay, so the way these typically play out is people go super, super duper wide receiver heavy. You'll see them go very, very early. I think they will go a lot earlier in these types of drafts than they will in your home leagues. When you guys actually start to draft, you'll see a lot of these premier running backs, uh, the Derrick Henrys, the Josh Jacobs, the Brees Halls. Those guys are going all the way in the third round and starting to make me think about my strategy in these drafts. Do we zig when everyone zags? Do we fade the public? You know? On a winter's day, do we continue to order margaritas? Yes, we do because no one else is doing it. So I'm starting to think maybe we stack up the value at running back. Third, fourth round, we smash. Until then, we chill. What's going on in the comment sections? Oh, I don't I don't like how Ecamm has this comment set up. Oh, wait, never mind. It's actually kind of sexy. All right, so first four picks off the board. We have Jefferson Chase, C-Mac, and Cooper Cup. When I entered the uh, when I entered the summer, I was like, "There's just no chance that um, that I go anywhere besides C-Mac on the first overall pick." But in these drafts, I think you you just have to go wide receiver. Just how how quickly they go off. By the time it, in previous years, a lot of the times the value it felt like came in the fifth, sixth, seventh round for wide receivers. It's the opposite right now. It is the complete opposite where the wide receivers are gone by then. And uh, most of the running backs there are kind of sexy or at least fun and intriguing where it's like Traylon Burks or, you know, DeAndre Swift, Pacheco, Cam Akers. I, I, I like the running backs, you know. That's, that's the way the board is shaping up right now. I'll throw the, uh, the actual big board on the screen after my pick here. But if you're new to Underdog, make sure you go download the app. The app is absolutely flawless. It's smooth. It's beautiful. Get like 15 best ball drafts going at once. You can do slow drafts, eight hours between picks. My favorite. Jordan, I saw you say uh, slow drafts are for slow people. I wouldn't disagree with you there. 
All right, well, we're sitting here at the 111, and we do have some of these top backs available. Austin Eckler looks like he's going to be back with the Chargers. Saquon Barkley at the 111, don't hate it. But again, people go really crazy with the wide receivers. Now, I will say, I'm actually, this is not what I've done normally. I've usually started with a double wide receiver, but I think I'm going to be able to get the wide receiver that I want at the 2 2. I'm a lot higher on a specific player than um, what the ADP currently is right now. So I've been taking pretty much the same wide receiver in the early, mid second round, uh, basically every draft. And it wasn't Wilson. It wasn't even Amon Ra. It's been Jalen Waddle. I want to talk about Jalen Waddle for a minute. Jalen Waddle is coming off of a 1,350 receiving yard season. Jalen Waddle was more efficient than Tyreek Hill in just about every single receiving category. Jalen Waddle was better than Tyreek Hill, except for him seeing 50 fewer targets. If that target number splits, both of them, I, I don't think enough people are understanding how statistically elite these two guys were when Tua was on the field. When it was just Tua and it was those two, Jalen Waddle was averaging over 18 fantasy points per game. He was truly, truly elite. And they, they don't add anything to the receiver room. Like this is going to be the same offense, but the second year running with Tua and this offensive system. You can draft both of them. You can draft. I, I had like zero, there are zero players that I was more confident in on a weekly basis that were going to perform for my fantasy team than guys like Terry Kill and Jalen Waddell. Outside of the games where Tua was hurt, outside of the games that they were hurt themselves, when they played full games, their offense went right through them and only through them. Jalen Waddell right now, I'm going to be ripping off some, some like, Running back, tomorrow's video is my top 12 running backs for just 2023 in general. You know, we're starting some ranking videos. Um, 1 through 12 tomorrow, 13 through 24 on Friday, and then next week we're going to do wide receivers. And I am, like, having trouble finding a spot where I don't have Jalen Waddell that high. I'm thinking about putting him over CeeDee Lamb with the new offense and the new weapons. I definitely have him over Amon Ra right now. And I'm thinking about putting him over Garrett Wilson. He finished last year as the wide receiver six in fantasy, the wide receiver six, seven in half PPR. I think he's just wildly underrated and I will be taking Waddle in the second round every single time I can. How we doing everybody? What up, big Al? Jordan, as always, how we doing? Got the fucking shirt tucked. You know. You know what it is. What's the platform? Stop playing. You know what it is. Underdog. Use promo code BDGE if it's your first time depositing. It'll hit you with that 100% deposit match. Nick is based. Yep. Me and Hitler, bro. I can't say that on YouTube. I forgot. This is not an inside joke. Please forgive me. That was... Fuck. Fuck. Why did you do this, Smitty? Nick is successful. What? What's happening right now? <laughs> Shots fired. Where? Love that pick. There we go. Getting some love from the Bash champ. And number two wide receiver at the early second is gross. Uh, the problem is their number two performs like 95% of teams is number ones. It's not gross. That's how you lose teams, by thinking that's gross. See, but this is why I didn't even want to go with a running back early. Okay, Ramondre didn't fall to me. So, you know what? I'm not going to go crazy with it. I don't love ETN here at the 311. I don't love Gibbs here at the 311. Uh, Najee, I don't think I'm going to have to go with him because I could probably get him at the next pick. Like, these five running backs, I'd be fine with in the fourth, fifth round. So, I'm probably chilling there. Uh, Amari Cooper and Christian Watson are kind of sexy to me. What kind of QBs we got left? Ooh, ooh, Fields. Fields. Yeah, fuck it. Let's take Fields. So right now we've got Fields, we've got Eckler, we've got Waddle. I like the start. All right, I just want to grab dudes that I know are going to put up a fuckload of fantasy points right now. ETN feels questionable to me. Gibbs feels questionable to me. Kenneth Walker, questionable to me right now, you know?
Good morning, Tony. It sucks knowing that. Oh, shit, we're on the clock. Oh, shit, we on the air? I'm going Christian Watson. Fuck it. We ball. I've been drafting way too much Christian Watson. Really with no uh, with no particular like good reasoning behind it. Tweeted something out about Christian Watson the other day, and people were getting mad because that's just what Twitter does. You know, People just get mad. Let me find what the tweet was. It was something about his statistics over the last half of the season. In games that Christian Watson played over 70% of the snaps, which was six games last year, he averaged 87 total yards, 18.7 half PPR fantasy points, and he scored eight touchdowns. Now, a lot of people are going to be like, you know, Aaron Rodgers is not there, and, you know, you can't keep up that kind of touchdown scoring. If you take away all eight touchdowns, he still averaged nearly 11 half PPR fantasy points per game, which would still be a phenomenal number by a rookie. If a rookie's putting up 11, you know how many rookies last year didn't put up 11 fantasy points per game, half PPR, like the majority of them. I think probably Garrett Wilson and maybe Chris Olave got there. Let's look at that. Let's look at it. Mm -hmm. uh, Chris Olave's at 10-7. Garrett Wilson's at 10-2. Christian Watson in the games that he played over 70% of snaps, 10-3. So I guess that's kind of unfair because if we did that, the 70% snap rate for all these guys would probably be higher. But just to give you a reference, Jahan Dotson, 9.3. This is saying if we took all of Christian Watson's touchdowns away, he'd still be averaging over 11 half PPR fantasy points per game. I am going to choose to uh, believe that he's a good player because bad football players don't do shit like that. Now, Jordan Love, that's the question, you know? How many of those were love? All love. No hate, you know? Jordan Love comes in games and throws touchdowns. To, thank you. He's got my back. I didn't even favorite that. Um, I, I think Love will be fine. I think Love will be – he's not going to be fantastic, but I think he's I think he's good. I think he'll have enough upside. I think he uh, has sat behind Rodgers long enough, and he understands how to run this offense. So I'm not overly worried about Jordan Love. And Christian Watson is there as the alpha. They don't have anything proven behind him. Like Romeo Dobbs was ended up being a fucking dud by the end of the year. They have rookie tight ends all over the place. They got rookie wide, uh, wide receivers all over the place. A minute. I don't like the new setup. Uh, we're using Ecamm Live today for live streams, which I haven't done in a long time. Uh, I've always used StreamYard, but Ecamm Live, like the the picture is just so much more clear. Like it comes in on 4K, the camera, and then when we record the actual video itself, when Sexy Rips TikToks or videos from it, my camera comes in much clearer too. So I want to use that, but I, just, I hate how the comments come in here too. Where can I put them? I'll put them in top right actually. No, that's not good either. Ugh. Ugh. I'll put him right above me. All right. I do think there's a nice little value pocket here as well with some wide receivers I like at the 4-5 or five turn. Um, Mike Williams is cool. Keenan Allen I like a little bit more. Um, Terry McLaurin, I think, in the early fifth round is a crazy good value that you that I feel like I, you just know what you're getting from him. You know, maybe the upside's not there. Maybe Sam Howell hits. Unlikely, but you never know. Um, if Terry McLaurin just stays healthy, he's going to give you 1,100 yards, five touchdowns, six touchdowns, seven touchdowns. He has a good year. Who knows? Eight, nine. But I, I feel – I almost know that we're getting 1,000 yards, 1,100 yards out of McLaurin. I don't know if I feel that way about London, if I feel that way about DJ Moore, if I feel that way about Pittman. Like, I feel way more confident in Terry McLaurin. He's actually like an elite talent. I know that, that word gets thrown around a lot, but I don't think anybody can argue that. We're seeing these running backs go off now. Damian Pierce, huge fan of him. I think they bring in Singletary, but he's kind of like a breather back. My biggest concern with Damian Pierce was, I talked about this in the video last week, he came out of college as a dude who um, who never saw more than 106 carries in a year. So when that happens, like being conditioned for an entire NFL season – despite never being a workhorse in college, is not fucking easy. It's not just like, this ain't Madden, right? It's not plug and play. He has to understand what it takes to be conditioned for the entirety of the year, and I think you saw it start to fall off a little bit. Um, I think he'll be ready. Love Damian Pierce. Miles Sanders at 5'6 is okay. I don't necessarily love him, but, you know, down here is good. J.K. Dobbins I'm, I'm kind of a fan of as well. 
Kenneth Walker I probably would have taken, but we're still here with Mixon. There's a lot of dudes, man. A lot of dudes. JSN. George eh. Kittle, Pitts. Oh, we already took a quarterback. I think I'm going to take Godwin here, man. I think the hate on Godwin has gone kind of far. Like, I feel like if they're, if Baker Mayfield is even, like, halfway decent, Godwin's without a doubt going to be the top target there. You know what I mean? Should I just go? Should, okay, this is kind of contrarian right here, right? Like, okay, I know what we're doing. We're going with the TB stack. This is the type of stack that wins you $3 million. I have not seen this done yet. I guarantee you this won't be done at all during the summer. Do we know who the fucking quarterback is yet? Do we have we have do we have confirmation on that? I, I it has to be Baker Mayfield, right? There's no way they're throwing Kyle Trask out there. All right, we're go, we're going with the the Evans Godwin sack just because just because it's contrarian to the way most people are playing. And when you're playing in a tournament like this, you need to be racking up ridiculous stacks. So this is the team so far. We got Fields, we got Eckler, Waddle, Watson, Godwin, Evans. I don't hate it. You probably hate it. I don't hate it. Put me in, coach. There we go. Let's get back to the comment section. How we doing? What are we seeing on this board that we like or dislike? I don't even want to look at the comments for uh for what I just did. Kirk or Ridley. Bro, I love Ridley this year. I wish I can get more of him. His price is crazy. At this point, he's going mid-third round. Um, but I, I I absolutely fucking adore that man this year. I think Ridley's going to be one of those dudes in, like, home leagues that you're going to be able to get in, like, the seventh or eighth round, and he's going to fucking be a killer for you. That's a video I got to make at, like, the end of August. Like the bullshit home league ADPs versus the sharp ADPs. Where are you comfortable drafting Gibbs? Uh, man, I am I am so far off of um, I am so far off of ADP when it comes to Gibbs. I I don't even like dislike him as a player whatsoever, but. I just have such a hard time believing he's anything more than, like, I don't know, just like a mid to low end RB two. He went at four four. I guess I'm looking at the rest of the board, and there's not like a ton of guys that I love over him. Like I would definitely take Aaron Jones over Gibbs. I think uh, I don't want Hopkins. I think that's Hopkins feels like a waste of a pick, especially in the fourth round. Judy, all right. Like I'd probably just take Burrow. Like I'd rather just have like a good fucking player there than than what I think Gibbs could be. He's really like not going to get a ton of goal line work. He's actually going to have to catch like 80 passes in order to return value at like RB fucking 13 where he's getting drafted. It's crazy. Let's see. We got uh Got our Lawrence Pitts, Pacheco, Lockett. Burks, Anthony Richardson, Marquise Brown. Richardson's just going earlier and earlier and earlier. He did get that stack, though. He got the Pittman-Richardson stack. That's Jordan's favorite. I know that. Marquise Brown, Darius Toney, DeAndre Swift goes at the 7-5. Rashad White, 7-6. Javante Williams, 7-7. Sir, sir, what art thou doing? How do you pronounce your last name? You can pronounce it however you want. It's Ercolano. Ercolano. Or as my very Italian aunt would say, Ercolano. Some bullshit like that. All right, we're back on the clock. Let's see what we got here. I probably should have looked before I was fucking 10 seconds down already. Mm, probably don't need another wide receiver, although I do like Dotson. I did miss out on Terry. James Conner. Uh, David Montgomery. You know, we want to talk about Gibbs. We want to talk about Gibbs. Yeah, we're going to take DeMont here. Here's the thing. In, in this type of scoring, in this type of scoring where it's half PPR, it's not full PPR, like the players simply that do the best, the players that are simply going to separate your team are the ones that score touchdowns. And I feel like David Montgomery is a pretty damn good shot to score between eight and ten touchdowns at the end of the seventh, early eighth round. 
Ooh, Madison's kind of tricky. I forgot about Madison. Now that uh, all the reports coming up about Dalvin Cook probably getting hurt or probably getting cut, I, I still like don't actually know if I believe that or not. Ah, do I take Tua here to stack him with Waddle or do I take the wide receiver? Nah, because I'm gonna do the Baker Mayfield. Yeah, fuck it. Let's rip it. Dotson. Can you move your pick up and do like here? Like that? Does that look good? This has been all over the place. People are going to be like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? Oh, no. Can you see that? You can't see that screen, can you? Thank God. Quentin Johnson going off the board. Johnson, let's see. Tampa thinks he's Tampa to the moon all day with Baker. Yeah, I'm, I swear, man. I feel like Baker's going to be all right. Baker's going to be all right, and everyone's going to be like, oh, my God. How do we not see this coming? We fucking saw. Oh, Jesus Christ. Ecam, what are we doing? What are we doing, buddy? I need to. This need. I need. I need to lock this up. This needs to get locked up. This needs to go to fucking court. I got to get back to StreamYard because this is. The 105 is cooking, y'all. Not going to lie. Should I just assume that that's yours? Who's putting a thumbs down? I'm out here fucking working. I hear we're trying to put kip fucking food on the table for my kids. You're giving me thumbs down. You serious? What's up, everybody? How we doing? Yeah, I got you, baby. We getting Joku. Don't worry. Peep the 105. Baki Betts, Tyree Kill, Mahomes. You went Mahomes and Hurts. That's kind of interesting. You went with Hurts, DJ Moore, Damian Pierce, Dallas Goddard, DeAndre Swift, Juju. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I'd say it's you're fucking cooking anybody. I don't even think you've turned the stove on yet. I think you put eggs onto the pan, but you forgot you forgot to butter it up. You might have forgot to turn the heat on. Who's the most accurate fantasy analyst in your opinion? I don't think any of them are accurate. I think everyone's a fucking... I think everyone's an idiot. I don't... I just... I think the sample size is just simply too small for an NFL season for you to actually, under, like, be able to predict anything. Although, listen... Jordan won the batch last year, six, 600 people, so... We'll say Jordan. Jordan, best on the planet, best in the world. Let's see what we got. Oh, we're coming up. Ah! Oh, I got sniped with fucking Njoku there. I really wanted him. Oh, what are we doing here? All right. Uh, all right, so we got Fields, Eckler, Montgomery, Waddle, Watson, Godwin, Evans, Dotson. I feel like Charbonnet is probably a really good fucking pick for this build. I like A-Chain, but we know, we know, we know. Me and Jordan know who the next correct running back pick is. Oh, this is kind of ugly. This is ugly. I guess I got to take Komet with Fields, right? I got to have at least one stack there. Wonder if I could wait on that. I probably can. Mm. I shouldn't have took Jacoby Myers there. Fuck! Ah! 
Yeah, I wanted Kincaid. I wanted a lot of things and a lot of people there. And then I fucking panicked. And then this guy took Pat Fryermuth. I don't even want Pat Fryermuth. You know who I wanted? You know who's the real king out here? Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Jordan, you're going, you're going to love this fucking pick. You ready? I don't know why he's still sitting all the way down here. He's going to be a fucking eighth-round pick by the time drafts start. Jerk McKinnon, baby. What you know about Jerk McKinnon? Why is he not getting any respect? He just got re-signed. It's only him and Pacheco again. Do you remember how good McKinnon was for these fucking players? For the... Goddamn Chiefs. What's wrong with y'all? What about these analysts coming top 10 year after year after year after Yeah, l- listen, the Fantasy Pros ranking stuff is like a, it's like a formula. Once you figure out that it, it, it's, it's, I guarantee those people that make those rankings do not draft off those rankings. There's, there's a certain, like, um, there's a certain lean and a certain percentage of the way that things are ranked. So it's like, um, Based on where you put guys in the top five or top ten or uh, like your risk factor and things like that, like depending on how far off you are on a guy, that will affect your score and your ranking. So it makes people go far more uh, like safety valve when it comes to the rankings and stuff. And it's not I, I don't think it's actually anyone's rankings. There's there's just a manipulation to it. There's like actually formulas and stuff that. Um, that are skewed for the fantasy pros. Uh, contest in particular. I don't really know how to explain it well. But it's like if you loved a guy, you might draft him top five, but you would not put him top five in the rankings because the likelihood of him finishing there is so much lower than these other guys. So you play it a lot safer in those rankings. There's just certain ways to do better in those rankings that I feel like are not actually uh, relative to the way most of those guys actually play fantasy football. What's up, Big Dean? Mm-hmm. Dope that you got a shout-out from Rico Tosco at Bar School. Did we really? How come no one sent that to me? When did that happen? Where did that happen? That guy's also fucking insane. It's probably like the last person I need a shout-out from. Barcelona's office is actually literally like a fucking two-minute walk from our office. I see those guys outside all the time. All right, all right, let's lock in, Nick. Let's lock the fuck in. All right, Komet's still there. You think anyone's even ever used the fucking Q feature on a uh, 
on Baker Mayfield. I feel like if Underdog ran the analytics and the numbers, I'm the first person to put a star next to uh, Baker Mayfield. Jamal Williams I kind of like down here. Now I don't feel as bad taking Komet here because we're going on a little tight end run. We went on a little tight end run. Now we eat. Who else is doing a Chicago and a Tampa Bay stack in best ball mania? Nobody. Nobody. Rico was talking fantasy today with Stephen Shea and said he follows you. Oh, that's what's up. I saw Stephen Shea like last week, actually, walking down the street. He's way fucking taller in person than I thought he would be. Mm. Can you send me the link to that? What was that on? Where was he talking? Oh, I hate this pick. I don't. Ah, I, I hate myself for taking Roshan there. Oh, fuck. It's another Chicago player. Eh, I guess it's all right. Fuck, you're right. I got to tuck it in. I got to get my shit together. You know, it's tough. Your guys' comments come in late. Like, your guys' comments come in, like, 12 seconds later to the platform I'm streaming on than in YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Bro, this is what you, this is what's wrong with females. I'm 6'5". I'm 6'5", and that's not tall enough for you? Unbelievable. 6'5 for nothing. That's insane. Baker Evans, Godwin, are this year's locket, DK Gino. Bro, you just quoted me. I've been saying that for... Like a month. All right. You don't like Javante just because of the ACL? What do you mean just because of the ACL? The ACL is like a huge fucking problem. Do you remember J.K. Dobbins last year when all summer they were like, he's not ready, 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 he's not ready. And then people on fantasy Twitter were like, he's ready, even though the Ravens were like, he's not ready. That's what's happening with Denver right now. They're telling you that he's not going to be ready. They're telling you that he's fucked for this year. Let's see what we got cooking here. I kind of like Jawan Johnson at a, a tight end, especially in this format. Basically, I think one of the good ways to um, I think one of the good ways to go for tight end in this format is or the good ways to think about it there needs to be you, you basically just need to like have a touchdown a week right so if you go with three late round tight ends and one of them scores a touchdown they're probably finishing inside the top 12 or top 10 um top 10 fantasy tight ends for that week so if you take three guys that have um if it takes three guys that has I gotta pay. I gotta put the chat down because I can't fucking pay attention for a second. Uh, if you take three uh, late round tight ends, really all you gotta do is make sure that one of them weekly scores a touchdown. So when you're drafting a guy like Jawan Johnson, he's a pretty good bet to score a touchdown. You know, six seven touchdowns this year probably. He's just a red zone monster, so he fits into that kind of game plan perfectly. 
So he's a dude I'm targeting late in these drafts, absolutely, to stack with other dudes. Like Dawson Knox, I just... Actually, he scored quite a few touchdowns, huh? He's had 15 over the last two years. Big fan of Laporta. I saw... Coming up in two picks, we got uh, still need to. I'm actually just going to rock Fields and Baker. That's what you got to do in these fucking drafts, man. You really got to be weird with the builds. Don't necessarily need another running back right now. Probably want to get a fifth running back because Roshan Johnson could be an absolute zero for me. MVS and Rashid. I really like Josh Downs. I don't care that he's a rookie. I like Jaden Reed. Also, don't care he's a rookie. Hodgins was a fucking player last year. I'm going to grab Josh Downs. Dude's just a fucking dog. All right. I think I'm going to take Juwan Johnson with the next pick. Because this guy's got two tight ends. So I don't think he goes to tight end again. up with it oh shit we're on the clock we'll take Johnson alright now we can pay attention to the chat again cool hope you guys didn't miss me too much What does stacking give an advantage in besides just fun? No, no, no. There's a lot of actually like, uh, there's a lot of shit that's been looked at and studied that there's there's real correlation with stacking in these best ball tournaments. Because if you think about it, like on a given week, there's going to be a specific number of players you could start in your lineup. And if you have like the highest scoring team or the highest scoring players in that lineup, it's just you're the only one that gets to... Um, enjoy that I guess you could say in your best ball lineup so everyone's automatically underneath you because of the stack there's just a lot of correlation when it comes to grabbing the quarterback and the wide receiver together um I don't have like I, I'm not the dude writing the studies you know I ain't the dude doing that shit um but if you go to like go to um like the dudes over at underdog do a great job actually making content about you know shockingly about how to uh do these drafts well I know Hayden actually just dropped something like very recently when to draft RBs in when to draft RBs in best ball is live answering when does the RB strat to tank, whatever. So they go through um they go through a bunch of numbers, right? They have data from Best Ball Mania one, two, and three, which is a fuckload of teams and a lot of drafts. And it kind of tells you like when it's optimal to uh fade running backs in terms of like fantasy points, your average team points, and the draft round of the running back. So this red line here, um, if you drafted zero running backs through round one, you're doing well. Zero running backs through round two, zero run. The most optimal strategy last year was going zero running backs through five rounds. You could see that point here. The worst strategy, actually nine running backs, obviously, but like as soon as you start to do all these types of running back, all these numbers of running backs early on, the average team point totals dip fucking tremendously. Zero RB tanked in round seven and eight. Now, some of that has to do with strategy, obviously. Some of that is, of course, going to be more related to, like, the specific players that were picked in that round. Like, let's say, you know, the RB one or two or something like that, like a top five running back. Let's say, like, Tony Pollard was probably a guy drafted in the seventh, eighth round last year. So, obviously, he's going to skew um, the seventh, eighth round. If you did not take running backs there, it's less likely that you had a team that had a lot of average points or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um but after you have three, four years of data, five years, six years, a lot of these trends continue to hold 
weight and water behind them. Um, so it's probably time to start looking at them shits. We buying Tannehill to the ATL rumor. I'm not buying fucking shit no more. My wallet's hidden. The bank account is closed. We we had Lamar. We had Watson. We got fucking Tannehill. We have Anthony Richardson. We've never gotten anybody. We've never gotten anyone we were going to get. So fuck them. Fuck the rumors. It's literally Jacob carrying the chart. That too, yeah. Jacobs was... That's what I'm saying. Like, there's specific, like, one or two players that pull data in certain directions but when you start to piece it together over years and years and years you know they start to paint a clearer picture the stream yard not throw up super chats i'll keep my money my lunch money if you're not seeing these no i see them um i'm not on stream yard i'm on ecamm and it comes up in like a different section and i choose which ones to put up on here i don't think i saw yours i think you said the 105 was good we literally went through the 105 didn't we Falk around and find out. Fuck that. Why does this keep just putting these in the middle of the fucking screen? What is happening here, Ecam? What is you doing, baby? Ooh, baby, what is you doing? Rentering the 15th, 16th round. Make sure if you're not an underdog already, you go download the app, sign up, use promo code BDGE. If it's your first time depositing, you will get a 100% deposit match. Sheesh. All right, let's see if we can get our guys. I don't even, do I need to even like draft Baker here? Can I wait? I could probably wait until next round, right? How shitty would that be if I got sniped on Baker here after going Evans Godwin? That would be devastating. Yeah, we went Hodgins. I feel like Hodgins was just too fucking good, honestly, last year. I feel like he's I feel like he was actually good at football, you know? Those are the guys I wanna I, I wanna take. Mm, all right. We're gonna take Baker just because I'm not I'm not I'm not like you would see me go fucking ballistic if I waited until the 1711 and Baker got sniped because one of you little fuckers in the chat or in this draft and wanted to take it from me. If I wasted a pick on Godwin and Evans to grab Baker and then you took them, it'd be flipping tables time. It'd be flipping fucking tables time. Oh, also, if you're still in the chat, if you made it this far um, or you're watching it afterwards, we are taking submissions for the NYC draft weekend. All right. We officially have opened those up. Uh, every summer, 11 BDG subs fly out to NYC for the annual BDGE NYC draft weekend. The entire BDG team, the 11 participants that fly out, 14 of my, it's really like 40 of my friends. We have a fucking massive Airbnb. Actually, the Airbnb is so sick. We got the same one again. Let me see if I could put it up there for you. This place is just in the middle of the Lower East Side. It's a fucking four-story. It's 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 insane. But anyways, we have it for the draft weekend. Uh, we opened up a Google form for you guys to fill out. Uh, if you are interested in it, I will drop the link to the Google form down below. We're looking to fill out the spots by the end of this week, and we already have 14 on top of like the six people we already have. So those are going to go very, very quickly. If you are interested, make sure that you go fill out that form very, very soon because we will pick by Friday who is uh, joining us. Mm, where are we at? We got to be on the clock soon, huh? Oh, no, we're so far off. Sick. Sick with it. Are those the only two choices or another option for streaming? Uh, they're the only two, like, good choices. I'm sure there are other options to do it, but StreamYard is StreamYard is would be perfect if they just, like, allowed you to actually stream in 4K. And Ecamm would be good if they understood, like, how dimensions worked. 
if they just opened their eyes when they were working, maybe that would help. What's up, Dylan? How we doing, buddy? Yes, same place as last year, dude. Same place. Stayed in touch with the owner, so we were able to book it again. So there's going to be another $5 tournament underdog. Uh, the puppy, yeah, I'm sure they're going to open up like 10 fucking puppies throughout the summer. They already maxed out the first puppy, which is insane. 111,000 entrances. I love the puppy. I have so many of those going. Puppy's the $5 tournament, which I think is like $100,000 first place or something like that. I'm telling you, these drafts are so fucking fun, though. They get you so prepared for your actual leagues. Like, if you throw $20 under your account and you use promo code BG, you'll have $40 to play with, and then you could do 13 slow drafts, and then you're just drafting once an hour for, like, the next two weeks. It's fucking beautiful. All right, so we got Komet, we got Johnson, we got Field. We got such a bad team. We got this one. This was I, I drafted a bad team just for just for the fact that like I wanted to draft a team that was not going to be drafted elsewhere. Oh man, what's going on here? Tim Pat, how you doing? Welcome to the fucking team. It's a team of scrubs. I need I think I'm gonna take one more running back. Is there any terrible stacks we could add? Kate Otten? Absolutely not. Lenny, Hunt, man, look at these fucking vets. They go down quick. They really got tossed to the wolves. There's going to be someone like down here that just is, is like the difference maker in fantasy this year. It's so sad. Where are we going? Lenny, Kareem. Fuck it. Let's go Izzy. I don't know why. Actually, I know why. Because yesterday I was with my mom and Izzy of Anaconda went to the same high school as my mom. That's why. That's the type of fucking analysis you're going to get here. That's why Rico Bosco watches this fucking channel. Because this is the shit you're getting. Izzy of Anaconda. Um, the chat looks pretty good. Not as good as my Chase Mahomes team. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Quiet down. Um, yeah. So that's the squad. see the whole team i'm at the one 111 so we went eckler waddle fields watson godwin evans demont Jahan dotson jacoby myers jarek mckinnon cole Komet, rashawn johnson josh downs Jawan johnson isaiah hodgins baker mayfield tim patrick izzy banakanda honestly uh there's not any players typically i get to the end of these drafts and Typically, I get to the end of these drafts, and there's like three players on my team that I actually hate. I don't hate any of the players, so this is a, bi a big step up for me. Oops. Super chat from Shadrick. I promise Trask is starting. You should have got him. Nah, dude, it's Baker. Are you confident in a Taylor Bijan star, or should we go hero RB? Uh, I would rather go hero RB. I think the wide receivers at the top are too talented to skip on this year. I'm new at this stuff. Do I need to look at buy or does it matter here? Uh, it could definitely matter. I would say like week 17. Um, you want to look at the schedules for week 17 to see who's got like big, big time upside games because that's when the championship for these types of tournaments are. You obviously don't want to have like multiple, like if you draft two quarterbacks or three quarterbacks, you don't want them all to have a buy in the same week. Um, you know, things like that. I wouldn't overcomplicate it. I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm not drafting like two wide receivers that have the same buy. I don't think that kind of matters. But, um, you know, the the positions where you have minimal players, you obviously don't want to overlap buys. So I would think about that stuff. And then in the championship, make sure you read the rules. Like, Best Ball Mania, the playoffs start in like week, 
I, f- I forget what week, but like make sure the last bye week of the NFL season doesn't coincide with playoffs if you're drafting players from those teams. You buying any dues falling to Sean Tucker shares this year? I think Tucker get uh nah, not 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 undrafted free agent Tucker. No way. I'm out on that. And then Deuce falling, no, I'm, not, I'm also not good there. How do we feel about Bryce Hall injury situation worth the third round risk? Yeah, I, I think in the third round, very much okay with Brees. I feel like Brees, like normal, like last year, had had this whole wide receiver rena- renaissance not happen. Like Brees would have been a top fifteen pick in fantasy this year, just because everyone was so thirsty for the running backs. I think you could have waited around for Baker, but you scored the. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing: like the downside of missing, as opposed to like the. Uh, uh, I didn't really give up much taking him in the end of the 17th round instead of the 18th round. You know what I mean? As opposed to having not gotten him and just like ruin the fucking team. All right, y'all. Uh, we are going to head out here. Thank you guys for hanging out with me. 150 of you. It's a pretty good number right now. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about you signing up for underdog. Because why is there a picture in picture? This is freaky. Whoo. Um, yeah, go sign up for Underdog because we're going to be doing these drafts all summer. And we drop the links to the drafts. A lot of times we create private drafts where I'll do it just with our subs or our fans or whatever. We drop those in the Discord. So join the Discord. Free to join. As always, we're starting up Dynasty Leagues in there for you guys. If you want uh, to get into a Dynasty League, if you're new, we set them up for you guys. We organize them for you. You get 11 other players that are passionate about it etc um so that's all i got for today promo code bdg on underdog i love you hit the button that looks like this subscribe to the channel if you are new and i'll see y'all when i fucking see you now i'll see you tomorrow top 12 running back rankings video girl bet mgm has an unreal deal for sports fans in virginia turn five dollars into 150 dollars instantly when you place your first wager at bet mgm simply download the bet mgm app and sign up using code champion 150 then place a five dollar wager on any sport you'll receive 150 dollars in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome and if you think the fun stops there the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store check out daily promotions same game parlays live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc